0: All right, welcome to the BFR podcast presented by Sports Mockery. My name's Dave. You can follow me on Twitter at Dave underscore BFR. We are going to recap the Bears, but I'm joined by my co-host, Ficky. You can follow him on all socials at It's Ficky Baby. Um, and again, presented by Sports Mockery. You can check out all my work, sportsmockery.com. It's a tough one. We had one week of, you know, where it was kind of a kind of a high you know we got a win first time in almost a year and now we are right back to the <laughs> the dumpster fire almost so before we hop into a ficky man you traveled you went to the game how are you yeah. feeling have you recovered mentally physically
1: yeah honestly my you know it, it wasn't like a blowout like there were exciting parts of the game so there was times like because i was with my mom and my uh my sister and family and like we were screaming at times like excitement and whatnot and you know We'll talk about the full game in total, but, like, we had a chance to come back and tie it at the end. So, honestly, mentally, I'm used to the losing. So, I'm like, yeah, whatever. We're just back where we're at. But, like, my voice is actually more gone than what I expected to be because I was definitely yelling in that in that stadium. And the energy was, was high. Like, I mean, not like the third quarter, it was dead as hell because we thought there was not a chance. But once we had a chance to actually march down the field and win it, like, that place was back loud again. So, like, first half was pretty loud. Went down to third and in the fourth, it was like electric until obviously uh, Tyson threw that game ceiling pick. So and then and and then obviously it was Dick Buckus, the first honor, you know, the honoring Dick Buckus. It was like Dick Buckus day. Like everyone had their Dick Buckus stuff out and like the moment of silence and things like that. And the place was going crazy. And then also Hester was there. So, you know, people love, I mean, every person yeah. we've inter- interviewed That's on why here, their Bayless favorite players was taking everything out, <laughs> bro. Just taking it, just just like Hester mode. <laughs> to be fair, he did on his second one. That he almost, I mean, other than the penalty, yeah. that man, couple, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, overall, like the game was you know, obviously the result is not what any of us wanted, but like for an in-person experience, it was it was pretty fun compared to some of the other losses I've gone to. The bars low, but yeah. yeah.
0: I mean overall I mean I I went to the Chiefs game you went to week one that's still probably the best game we one of us has been to this year Um, oh absolutely probably it's yeah no even given all the you know uncertainty uncertainty with fields going out and everything so I want to kind of expectation going in yeah and we're gonna get to we're gonna get to Justin Fields we're gonna get to a couple things here that are prominent just with the Bears right now I want to talk more about just the atmosphere Um, since you were at the game I want to get your feel on it first of all Let's fast forward to Justin Fields going down. After that all happened, transpired. What was the atmosphere like? You know, was it quiet? Mm. Were there chance for Bajan? How were you feeling? Mm. Your family, friends, everything like that.
1: Yeah, you know, obviously, you see injury. You don't. You're not happy about it. You know, even when Nate Davis went down, honestly, like because the the Fields one, you couldn't tell right away. It wasn't like he was laying on the ground forever or anything like that. And I think it was third down, right. So I think it happened on third down and they just let him out. Oh, Dave, Dave, we have a special guest. Look, look, your son's at the door. Oh, <laughs> no, it's all good. Oh, you can man. you can handle that. I'll, I'll answer yeah, I, this. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll answer this <laughs> for our podcast listeners. Uh, first of all, thank you all for listening. But uh, Dave's son just slowly opened up the door, almost like a Halloween movie just in time for October. And it got to look kind of scary. But uh, to answer Dave's question, like you, I think the injury was on third down, right? That's why Fields was trying to get it out. So i taking a sack, I believe. And so you couldn't really tell from the get-go if, uh, if it was an injury. It wasn't like the Nate Davis injury where he got injured right away. Uh, and then like, obviously you're laying on the field. So with the Nate Davis injury, I think, I mean, I knew it was Nate Davis. So I was kind of like, ah, like, damn, this sucks because he's been balling out, like going crazy. And actually, I think I saw a tweet about it here about the nate davis before he uh went out let's see if i can find that tweet hey Vic, i'm back uh, we're all good oh you just want to talk good, bears good. man and i was like not,
0: not hey, right now. i don't blame i right
1: i don't bl- <laughs> he wouldn't if he saw the game how about that you know, have him have him watch the all 22 <laughs> oh, man. and he wouldn't want to watch that but i'm uh i'm speaking about the nate davis injury first because uh that one had more of an impact because like i said it the fields one, I think he just like went off to the side, he wasn't like laying on the field. But with Nate Davis, I yeah. saw it right away. And he, you know, I think they took a TV timeout and he'd been balling out before uh he went down, right? So, from Brad, Brad Spielberger from PFF, uh, he said Nate Davis so far, uh, when he's been playing 75.9 yeah. pass block grade, which is 10th among, amongst guards, and he's only allowed two QB pressures, uh, allowed on 80 po- uh, pass blocking snaps. So, He's been balling out. Um, and we that's kind of what we expected. So that one I think hurt me more in the essence of like in the moment. I had to literally go on Twitter to figure out why Fields wasn't coming back in. So it wasn't like it was more of like, yo, what is like I'm finding out kind of in the same way everyone else is. You know, obviously, maybe on the TV broadcast that you watch, they probably talked about it more. But when you're in the stadium, yeah. you have you have no idea. You just see he goes off to the side. I couldn't even see him go into the tent from my angle, the red uh, the red zone. I mean, the end zone I was in. So it wasn't like as impactful until I saw that, you know, like he was going to the locker room. And then it's like, okay, you know, once Tyson came in, it, well, I'll say this. Once Tyson came in, people still had some energy because they, you know, it's like, oh, the new guy. You have some people that are, you know, more on the side of Bajit anyways. So,
0: yeah.
1: And, you know, we have the Bajit fans. So it wasn't like there were boos or anything like that. Um, but that easily the energy easily depleted when he got that uh when he fumbled the ball for a touchdown. That's where it went like immediately quiet and the first round of booze started coming out. so you yeah. know that was a long way that answer, was tough yeah, it
0: was yeah, it was tough. it was tough. no i I appreciate because you're I mean, you're there, you're with everyone, the fans. it was obviously just a weird atmosphere, you know, up and down because uh, even after that fumble, there was some momentum, probably right. Can you talk about yeah? Talk about after the fumble and kind of had that touchdown drive. What what's that? Because it was it seemed very loud from the broadcast.
1: The like, loudness was actually on the defense, and they played well. Third downs, yeah. like people going crazy. Obviously, you had the uh, the interception by Tremaine Edmonds. Uh, you had the force fumble, weird force fumble early on with uh, Kirk Cousins uh, by T.J. Edwards, which looked inbounds. I had like a pretty oh he recovered good view of it. It. Looked in bounds. And then I saw the uh replay on Twitter again because I they didn't they didn't replay it at the stadium and it, mm-hmm. it looked inbounds to me. So but honestly, throughout the game, like the defense was probably the loudest. I think people had more faith in the defense because how it'd been playing, it actually had been playing well. Um, there's some big third down stops, you know, some big sacks or like you know, the intentional grounding, things like that. And also, you couldn't run on us, really. A, another game where the rushing the rushing defense showed up again so i think overall like most of the excitement was on that but as soon as we got the ball on offense you know i don't know there wasn't that much excitement on the bajet second drive until he started forcing it (laughs) you know what i mean like to to dj a couple times and then that tyler scott play got the got the crowd going crazy but yeah it was a roller coaster just like most bears game a roller coaster of a ride where you think you have hope and then it immediately gets snatched from you so Typical Bears fashion, right?
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. It, it's just a it's a disappointing, disappointing game. I mean, we both kind of I think went into it with higher expectations than we probably should have. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like most <laughs> All games. All things considered, <laughs> yeah, but, definitely. So Tyson Bajan, we'll get to him obviously, but I want to start with Justin Fields. He he, you know, obviously injured. Um, let's see here, the dislocated right thumb. Um, I guess the MRI. Or I'm sorry, the x-rays, right, came back negative. Yeah, x-rays were were negative. MRI, I don't think we've gotten the results yet. At least I haven't seen any. Um, uh, But after suffering a dislocated right thumb on Sunday, Justin Fields is officially doubtful to play against the Raiders in week seven, which is expected. There's a little bit of a timetable. Um, There's a difference because if there is a, you know, if there's a tear, if there's like, you know, extreme damage or even just minimal, it could be a couple weeks. Could be looking at maybe even a Jay Cutler type situation. Yeah, um, where it's like most so, of the season yeah so However, i was looking oh my bad go ahead continue oh no go right ahead
1: i was gonna say so basically i was watching some i think it was like this physician the sports physician he talked about it i watched a video on that and then um mason west I know what talking about. uh he's a pt he talked about how basically no matter what on a dislocation you have multiple limit ligament tears that's just that happens automatically so okay. it depends on at what point the dislocation's at. I think it's called like an MCL at the bottom, and then there's something else at the top. Again, I'm I'm not a doctor, but depending on where the dislocation happened determines on the severity of it. Now, what we did hear from Ian Rappaport is that it's not going to be surgery, right? Which long-term may not be the best, but like basically how I view it is like they're trying to get fields on the field because the clock's running out for his time here I mean, in the, Chicago, and we can. Yeah, get I that. mean, there's a
0: the implications for this offseason are huge, at, especially at that quarterback spot, given the fact that they are you know have number one and two right now in the 2024 draft. But I agree, right. Mason. So, he had I think the MCP is I what, think, he, what you're talking about. Yeah, so I think it's like it can be
1: anything as four to six weeks, right? But if as it's much as twelve if it's, weeks, yeah. So Either way, that's, I mean, you're out of, what, that's going to be at least a quarter of the season, right? Yeah. And the issue is, is that you already had a slow start, right? So let's say you, what, the first three games were not hot. So that's a fifth of the season, right? You're losing a fourth of the season. So half of the season, you're not being graded, right? Or you've been graded poorly, right? So you look at that year three quarterback, right not not seeing the jump that you need to you have the overall pick number one so far number two and percentage wise i think the likelihood of us getting number one is still 34 percent. the likelihood of us getting two is 29 or something like that and he's not playing i'm sorry tyson bajan isn't gonna win us like if he might win one but he's not gonna win us multiple games it's not gonna happen there's no Not reason with this that team. he
0: can't even really say you can't even say like with confidence that he's going to win you one because we don't know. I mean he's a D two yeah. product, you know. Obviously he's all the hurdles he's covered, jumped to get here. He's beaten a lot of odds, you know. Gonna be rooting for him. I mean that's oh, easy. of course. You know obviously would love yeah, to see yeah. him. However at this point it's kind of difficult because I'm like Fields is down. If he's out for a while it's like all right might as well just get the one and two picks. You know let's go through yeah, it yeah and lose <laughs> yeah I mean yeah you but go, you but, have a lot of stuff you can play with there, but um, yeah, field, yeah. But not, you know, so the coaching,
1: get... the, uh, just one last thing is that the yeah. there's no way that co- coaching for his life. This reminds me of the naggy uh, 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 pace last year type of stuff. Okay. Like you're going to do everything possible because your seat is so hot. So
0: nah, at this point, I don't care. Iber he. I don't think there's anything. He can oh, do. he's gone. Like, no, he's I mean, gone. He has, I tweeted it after the game and I, I, I want to just get the, the number, cor- like hundred percent correct here. -hmm. Um, It's super, super low. But he has Matt Eberflus has a .174 winning percentage as an NFL head coach. Bro, it's crazy. Fields is not that far behind with .190. I think winning percentage. That's a
1: that's a pitching that's a pitcher's batting average. Like that's bad, bro. That is so.
0: That's like a little league, uh, little
1: league (laughs) batting average, dude. That's so bad. It doesn't like that's the worst in Bears history. You
0: there's no way you make it past this he's making a case for the worst in the nf in probably the league history to be honest but i want to get to my first question here vicky oh what is yeah. it vicky bro no stop, i gotta read this one no, yeah. This. <laughs> yeah yeah no that's
1: funny i gotta say this because i told my mom this because this was her first bears game ever and well Vaughn here has a comment that says Vicki, bro stop going to bears games every time you go they lose and embarrass themselves facts okay i told my mom i was like she's like you think the offense will show up today on the way there and I was like, well, I've been to like 10 or so Bears games, and they the offense has never been there, ever. Now, there's been games I've seen that they've won, right? I've been to games where they've won, but it wasn't like, wow, the offense showed out. So I told her, you know what, Mom? I might be a curse, and unfortunately, it came true. So, Vaughn, you're absolutely right. Unfortunately, I think I got like one more to go to, <laughs> so yeah. But we'll 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 see what happens there. Uh, but yeah, you can go to your question Dave. I just had to share that because yeah. it's
0: really spot on. Uh, I want to take I want to take a moment here before we hop into you know my first question. But first, if you're here for the first time, we appreciate it. Uh, go ahead, and hit the like button, sub to the channel if you want to stick around. Hit the notific- notification bell uh, to be notified when we go live. We go live about two times a week. You typically it's always after a. After the Bears game, about an hour or so, if not earlier, after the game. However, Ficky was traveling. More importantly, I had internet issues. It was terrible. It was, like, slower than the Bears offense, like, as far as just getting <laughs> off to a good start. Like, it was brutal. It was, like, two down. If you're familiar with internet, two down, six up, whatever it was. Uh, we're back now. We're kind of up in there. But if you're, like I said, first time or if you came back, go ahead and hit the sub it, hub, sub button. It does help the channel grow. Uh, we, we just truly appreciate it. So, Ficky, man. I'm gonna hop into the first question. It's the title of the the pod, Um, but Justin Fields, everything that's going on. Is he? I want. I want your. I'll just. I'll. I'll give my take. Is he the future in Chicago as it stands? And give me a scale of like one to ten, maybe to start of where your confidence is in him, and then elaborate on that. And I'll do the same.
1: Yeah. Okay. So it's it, it's two ways to look at it, right? So from a fan perspective, I'm like, I would love to give this guy another chance, right? I, I I still believe in Fields. I feel like unfortunately there's been bad habits created from this organization being a piece of shit at times. Let's be real. And we and we get, it, there's it's so complex. All the way from him being QB three, his rookie year with Nagy, to last year, which we don't have to talk about because it was so god-awful, and this continued to this year. So from a fan perspective, I'm like, you know what? There's still a chance. When you draft a new rookie, right, it's, again, you're rolling the dice. At least with Fields, I know what his strengths are and what his weaknesses are, and hopefully, you know, he can just get better, okay? But that's the fan in me. That's why they don't hire me, okay? From a GM standpoint, there's, there's two big things here. You did not draft this guy. You did not draft him. So there's always the excuse of like, that's not mine. Right. So easy, dump it. That does, it's not tied to me when it comes to your longevity here as, as being a uh, GM. And we're talking about Ryan Poles. Second thing, Fluce is gone. We just mentioned that, right? It is tough. It is, unless you are like a franchise quarterback. So if you think of like Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins has gone through three, head coaches at this point, right? He is a franchise quarterback may not be the best quarterback in league. We obviously know that, but he's a franchise quarterback. If you're not a franchise quarterback, you don't make it through three coaches. It doesn't happen. So if Floose is gone, so is Fields. That's how I view it. It's tied together. And I feel like fluce is gone, right? If I felt that the coach was competent, right? Which we can get into, then I feel like, you know, maybe Fields has a chance. So do I think he has the skills to be a franchise quarterback Absolutely. I do. I'd probably put at like a seven out of 10 of my confidence. My confidence that he's going to be with this team starting 2024. I give it a two. It may, it was more like a five, right? Like it, you know, it could be, but the injury knocked it down. You're losing time. Unless you come back, but, but with an injured thumb, right? If you can grip the ball, you're not throwing deep, which is your, that's your strength, right? Cause of that. Cause of that injury, if you come back and ball out, which I just don't see happening because of injury, not because he can't do it, but because of injury, your stock's just dropping, right? And with us having the first and second pick, which most likely both of those would be top five. I'm sorry. it's We're definitely going to be top five. And how the Panthers are playing, they have not won a game. You're going to be top five. Only that, team in the league. It, only team in the league. It is going to be hard for me to think that one of those picks isn't number one. And, or one of those picks is not top three, which can get you a quarterback, right? So overall, I'd say realistically, which makes which which makes my heart hurt because I love Fields and I want him to be the, the future of this team, always has, always wanted that. I don't think he's going to be the future of this team, which is unfortunate.
0: What about you? What's your thoughts? Yeah, I have a lot. First of all, I agree with almost everything you just said. Um, well, well said. Um, I agree with that. I want to bring up, uh, a thing about Justin Fields about being the future. The reason I bring it up is because this morning, uh, sometimes, you know, back page sports, we had this right here. Um, see if we can make it a little bit bigger here. I think that's probably good enough for, for our Spotify, Apple listeners. What I have on the screen is the sometimes back page sports, uh, Baygent of change. And underneath it, you have um, the sentence here with Fields reverting to his frustrating form before injury. Rookie QB at least fun to watch and bears loss. And so for me, it's like this, this page right here got lit up. Um, there was a yeah, lot of quote got, tweets, I think yeah, over 531 quote, t- quote tweets. Oh, who knows that um, much? That's it. That's, yo, yeah. that's incredible. That's, uh, yeah, it's a lot, a man. 1.3 million views. So, I mean, they, they accomplished that aspect. Um, however, for me, it's like Justin Fields, his future in Chicago, That's a loaded question, but I I thought it'd be a fun one to kind of start the show with because, I mean, it's Justin Fields. It's our quarterback. It's a position that the Bears have just not been able to successfully get right, no matter the prospect, no matter uh, the type of quarterback that they get, as far as, you know, a mobile pocket, true pocket. They trade for one, draft one. it, It just has not worked out. So for me, it's like Justin Fields, and the most frustrating part is I just don't think he can recover, at least not in Chicago and one of the main reasons for this is the coaching you nailed that god i think they failed i think one of the things they've kind of failed here um probably the most with justin is the the flu's hire, um and that's it it sucks because i mean say you go and get a a different type of coach whether it's just offensive minded maybe he's is a little bit different. Maybe he looks better, you know? And maybe you, if you went offensive coordinator that actually had experience calling games instead of Luke Getzey, maybe he's different too. Or he's the same. Yeah. We don't know. But for me, it's like the Bears failed him and they failed him over and over again. You know, it started with Matt Nagy. Then it got to Ryan Poles and and then him hiring Floos and then Getzey, And it's just like they've consistently failed him. And not that he's perfect. Absolutely not but he's talented and, and we've said it before. He's the most talented quarterback they've ever had. And they just easily, they, they failed him, man. And I know it's, it's a loaded question. However, with that sometimes, sometimes cover, you know, featuring Tyson Bagent, nothing against him. I'll root for him. I'll root for him this Sunday. Um, it's yeah. a little bit more difficult just because, you know, the, the draft capital is so yeah paramount. i want you, you know? to do well but we need to lose <laughs> there's we no need you, lose, you needed the bears needed to win this game to stay within probably wild card it's getting out of hand yeah. now especially with the fields yeah, injury no but tyson Bajan, no you know the the, the 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 sentence or two after says with fields reverting to his frustrating form before injury ricky quarterback at least fun to watch and i'm like did did he not wa- i don't know who wrote this was this jace uh i don't even know Whoever wrote it, it's like, did you not watch the last two games where he threw for eight touchdowns, one interception? No, no, no. Like, don't was even that, do not... that. Did you
1: not watch the last two quarters that Tyson played? Yeah. Let's not act like point? this dude fumbled. Don't even act like this dude didn't fumble for a touchdown. Okay, right. That's a that's a big
0: play. Which shout and out the to, man threw a uh, Darnell Wright almost got to that uh, almost. Well, Darnell Wright's a
1: dog. Jesus, He's a dog. man, he, he was moving game. so
0: fast. He was just a. Like, Tick slow, you know, preventing yeah. that that touchdown. But anyways, keep going. And then and then let's not forget about the 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 thirty yard pass
1: downfield. That was a, a, a lame duck. Like that was nowhere close. Like as soon as I because he was th- it was literally Dog. throwing towards Dude. my red zone. As soon as he let it uh-huh. go, I'm like, bro, that's like a punt. That's nowhere. Like that thing just fluttered in the air. Okay. And again, I'm not. I'm not. And saying you tweeted, like, oh, Tyson. you said
0: Fields. Fields makes, makes that, that throw. throw. He does. He
1: does. Okay. Fields would probably also fumble, right? Cause he does that too, but fair. he would make that throw. And again, it's not to say if for me, it's not a bashing of Tyson. It's saying like that article makes it seem like, at, let me put it this way. It, it's, it's clear as day on this. We have a better chance of winning games with Justin Fields. If you can't win a game with Justin Fields, but somehow you can win a game with Tyson Bajant, that's coaching. That makes no. That makes no sense. Justin Fields is ten times more talented than Tyson. Okay, so if you can't get that something that's more talented to work better in your system, then some then then an undrafted and again props to Tyson. I want to see him do well. Like I want. Him to, I think he's gonna have a long career in the NFL. Like as a backup. Like I could definitely see that happening and get some starts. Like he will with us. But if you can't get a top eleven pick, someone who got his team at Ohio state to the national championship. If the best quarterback talent wise to ever step foot and Hallis hall, and you, you think your better option is the backup. That's crazy. That is absolutely crazy. It makes no fucking sense. That's an indictment of the coaching staff organization from top to bottom. Cause if you have something good and you can't make good work, then how would you make less than good better? That doesn't, I, it just blows my mind. So, yeah, again, I want Tyson to do well. This isn't an anti-Tyson rant. That's not what I'm saying. No. I'm just saying the coaching staff has been absolute garbage, bro. And this is the one thing I got to bring up because I, I talked about it. To, I couldn't believe it. Third and seven in field goal range, we do a draw, okay? Now, I get it, right? It's not my favorite play. Sometimes a draw, you know, that if you're going to do a draw, that's when you do it. They're expecting a pass. We've done draws before. They've worked, okay? Right. But, you know, I'll be upset that that happened. But then to follow up a quarter later, third and one in the red zone or like the 30-yard line something like that, it's close, scoring range. You're in shotgun, and you pass it. And you pass it, and I, I don't know, we get sacked. I don't know. It wasn't something dumb. I'm like, third and one, you're in. <laughs> that's two-play territory. If we love running the ball, the running was working. Deontay Foreman was a dog out there. Hand the ball I knew off, it too, man. If, if he doesn't get it, hand it off again. Like at least if you fail that way, like from a offensive play scheme, I'll be like, that makes sense. They just didn't right. execute. It's third and one, and fourth and inches, or less than a yard. You know what? I can't blame coaches for not for players not being able to get an inch. You know what I mean? Or like a yard. That's all on them but the play call that you made on third and one to where now you have to kick a field goal. But when you're in a situation earlier where you're supposed to pass and you run, like you're doing the complete opposite. Like you're almost almost overthinking, thinking like, oh, they're not expecting this. When sometimes it's like, yo, just take the simple shit. You know, yeah. Nagy used to do it all the time. And that used to bother me. So yeah, that just, I know I'm, went on a long rant here, but like the coaching staff, I've said it since day one,
0: week one, it's the coaching staff. It's the coaching staff. It's the coaching staff. So can't wait it for it. It is to be gone. so sub subpar- It's, it's honestly bottom, of the, bottom of the league. Probably Easy. it might be the worst coaching staff in the NFL. Cause right now I feel like there's a lot of competent coaches, like coaching staffs in general right now. You look at the Texans, very, very good. I mean. What I mean, even the Panthers to an extent, you know, there's just sometimes the Bears, it's just like they just, I mean, they revert back to their old ways almost. Like they, they re- uh, one of the big things that I noticed with Justin when he was in there, uh, was no really rolling out moving the launch point where it was like it was working to a T. And sure, the Vikings, you got, first of all, they got out coached. Is it Brian Flores over there, who's the head coach for yeah. the Vikings right now? I mean, yeah. out classed the bears um from start oh, to finish it, it's Yo. almost shocking i'm not sure how pissed off you are in regards to like we knew this team blitzes it was no i got one of the headlines i got one of the headlines and it's like the bears were not prepared let, let, let's hear them yeah no it's that this team
1: it, it they run more cover one and blitzes than any other team in the league i think they lead at like uh where's that number at or was it cover th- oh wait a second who did we just play because i tried to forget all of the
0: who did we just play why
1: why is my brain melting help me out vikings vikings Vikings. Uh,
0: commanders oh vikings yeah
1: vikings yeah my brain's all over the place <laughs> yeah they lead the league in being in sorry cover zero which means it's like man and then you're blitzing cover zero means like you're it's a man blitz right they lead the league mm-hmm. at 15 like the next closest one is 10 the giants And then everybody else is, like, 5% or lower. So, like, obviously, number one blitzing team in the league. We knew that. They talk about it. Data shows it. I know this team knows it. I know. There's no way this coaching staff doesn't know it, right? First play of the game, they send six, right? They shift the line to the right. Fields gets clocked. First play of the game. Now, did Fields hold the ball too long? Did he not throw to the – you know, did he he not do the – Quick throw right away was was the call not made did not call that blitzing linebacker on the outside I don't know all those answers right but for a fact is that's the first play of the game that comes out awful then on defense I will give fluce credit man he knows how to call defense I'm sorry the defense has been 10 times better since he became the play caller him as a head coach dog shit him as a defensive coordinator which he did in the Colts like he's, he's pretty good to make this team Play I was played the p- past three weeks in defense I got to give him credit, but we talked about like the hits principle right first play of the uh of the uh game on defense neutral zone infraction by our boy Billings I love Billings but it's like yo how is the first play on both sides of the ball just mentally like stupid it made no sense at all so yeah. I initially yeah the was coaching upset staff that too. Go.
0: But then I was like, oh, it's Andrew Billings. Like, he's, he's, he's been pretty Oh, he's been good. balling. So I was like, I'm going to yeah, give yeah, you yeah. that. But it was so – I see what you're saying. Just so frustrating. And that's what you say, man. It's it's just coaching. And honest to God, I, there's a comment here. It says uh, – let's see here. From Billiam on, on oh, YouTube. It says, no, I think Bill Lazar no. is the best OC i seen for this team in a while. No. And I honest to God, I thought the Nagy era was frustrating. This oh, no. loose, you know, campaign has been brutal. I mean bro, what, do you, what do you we, mean?
1: We we've won one game. What? We've won what in three games or four games in in a three? year and a half. Uh what did we go last right? year? Three? No, we went three and fourteen last year. I think yeah. we went three and fourteen last year and we won one game. Still, either way, three, four, five games in a year and a half. We have not won a home game in 385 days. If you take away yesterday, I know you can't just take away wins, but like if you were to not give her the win, <laughs> like it's almost a year,
0: bro. And we haven't well, it's won been three hundred and eighty-five days year. since we yeah three hundred eighty-five days since they've won at in Chicago. Right.
1: They also have Think not about won that. on
0: Sunday in like three hundred eighty-five days because every win they've had since was the Patriots game, flag. which is Monday Night Football, yeah. um, and then Thursday of course we had the, the Thursday night, night win, which got I mean those wins almost feel a little bit better because it's it's on that prime time window, so it's like they feel great for your morale, especially this Commanders yeah. game had me feeling okay wild card is back on the table, you know, feeling yeah. ridiculous. And I, I feel ridiculous after that game because it's like, I thought we were at least going to score points, um, at least be competent and have answers for this blitz. And I thought Justin would do a little, you know, I thought he would obviously be better. And, but at the same time it is coaching and I'm not going to make excuses because Justin had his flaws there. Um, as far of as course. like, I don't know how you, you saw the game kind of firsthand, you know, hanging yeah. out to the ball. Was that an issue or Yeah, but the thing is, like, I can't tell what the reads are.
1: I don't get replay, so I have no idea what he's looking at. For like, well, some of his reed, stands,
0: reads look off, man. Because like, his number one read on a hot should be DJ Moore, and it was like there was one where it was Kari Blasting game was you know the right. first option, and it's like that's so that's my point is like from what? the stands you just see people
1: open you just see people open, and so obviously it's easy. But like, why don't you give him the yeah, ball? But it's screenshot like, yeah, I have no idea what he's looking at. There's definitely plenty of plays where DJ Moore, and I was telling the fans around me, they're like, throw it. I'm like, bro, we have no idea if that's even his first read. It probably should be, which again would be coaching. <laughs> like if you see DJ Moore with the two pass games he had, why would you not still force it to him? Yeah, Why are there not more plays where that is the first read? If you want to make it easy, when Tyson Bajan came in, right, you know what they did? All his passes were on first reads. He threw it to his first read, and he threw it quick. Oh, wait.
0: But Tyson was get the ball out so damn quick, like, because he didn't... I felt like he didn't even want to hold on to the ball. Like, I understand the screens, but, but, like, but it wasn't, you like, can't... going anywhere. No, and I the get ball that, too. I'm, like, I'm
1: like, but no, I'm trying to say, like, if you're going to make Tyson do... If it's not working, yeah, yeah, then why don't you do something similar where it's just, okay, Look, look at DJ first, and if not, then you got to kind of figure out your... Like, simplified. Yeah. I'm sorry. The thing is, like, the stuff's not working, and then they stick with it, and then... Fields gets fucked up, right? Confidence goes down the drain. Like that's what it is with these quarterbacks, right? And like with a lot of things in life, I mean we're human, you're confident, you play, you do, you execute much better in just anything in life, right? When you're yeah. not as confident, there's you know, you're scared that this won't be there, you're worried about X, Y, and Z. Of course, you're gonna fuck up. So I feel like <laughs> him getting hit so much in the beginning, right? And running for his life, because he was running for his life again. He had those two big third-down runs, right. He was escaping all over the place. Even that last play where he flicked the ball, maybe, I mean, he probably held on to it too long again, which is an ongoing issue. But it's just like, I feel like we broke the man. And then now, because of his injury, there's no coming back.
0: Yeah. No, I agree. And I want to finish up with, you know, Justin Fields being the future. And it's like, it really almost feels too late. It really does. And the injury almost, it it almost is like the final nail in the coffin. And it it sucks because it's not fair. It really isn't. And sure, he may – it really depends on when he comes back and the details of this injury and how long he's out. Because if he misses a game, fine. He may have some time to kind of salvage, make a case for him sticking around. But it's like we already said last couple pods, he has to be perfect. He has to really show that he is better. And I know Caleb Williams had a rough, worst game of his career against Notre Dame. But it's like he has to be perfect if they're not going to go either one Caleb Williams, Drake May. We can get into that. I know we're going to have plenty of opportunity to talk quarterbacks after we both kind of do our scouting on the, on them and a little bit more in depth. And it sucks it's getting very, very close to that time. But it's for me, it's like I don't believe there's any time left for Justin to really show polls. Gee. And who knows if he's going to stick around, which I think he should. I think you're a big believer no, I in think polls no well. polls. Is-
1: polls are going to stick around and I actually have, uh, something on that. So Robert Schmidt's friend of Let's our show, transition to that. On.
0: Yeah. That was, yeah, that was the next step. Ryan polls Ro- and yeah, kind of what he's done.
1: Yeah. So right. He can, Ryan polls, I think will get an opportunity to get another head coach, uh, you know, pace got seven years. The bears are not quick to fire like in general. <laughs> so I don't see them firing polls up to two years for Plus, better or
0: worse
1: <laughs> for better, or for worse. Also we have Because of polls and his decision-making, he's set up for the future. We've talked about this, right? We have two top – they're going to be top 10 no matter what. They're like 99%, okay? Two top 10 picks, okay? We have 130 mil in the 2024 cap space, right, which is – I think you've talked about. Like, I think it's like first, and if not, it's top three again, okay? So he's going to build around that. We talk about – of course, every GM has misses. To think this is a perfect hit, I mean, that you're going to hit on everything as a GM is not possible – but we do talk about his, his hits that he's had, okay? DJ Moore, he got in here. Dog. We already know that. Killer, bro. He's, like, best wide receiver to step through this room since Brandon Marshall, okay? Step on the, uh, step in Hallis Hall. Um, second thing is, so his signees are playing well now. Like, TJ Edwards has been playing well since week one. All over the place. Great signing. Like, he was all over the place this past week. Tremaine Edmonds, we're starting to see more from him, right? Almost two picks in a row right? Last week, he almost had one. And then this week, uh, and then he, and he's all over the place too. The Cole Komet extension. Great move. Cole komet has been balling out. He's going to have a great season. The Nate Davis signing great as well. He didn't overspend on like McGlinchey. A lot of these, you know, tackles that we all wanted. And he was like, yeah, I'm not going to overpay. All of them have sucked. Go look at their PFF scores. Garbage. So, His I think his philosophy of like not overpaying and this is what you're gonna get and getting like value people has been fantastic. I've been happy about that. Now he does have misses. Vayless Jones, you know, where you took him, probably a miss, right? But that's gonna happen. So I look at polls overall and say what he's done with this roster, the return he got for Mac, the return he got for Robert Quinn, right? Who did who played horrible once we shipped him off? I think he's done more positive in building this team for a long future than he has like having misses. So with that said, and then knowing the McCaskies don't just get rid of people immediately, I think he's 100% not going anywhere, right? And the question is, when you said earlier about he hired polls, I mean, he hired flues. I almost was like the air quotes, right? I'm like, did he necessarily? We had that like kind of a Ryan Polian. The list was narrowed
0: narrowed down to- Narrowed down, so
1: he may have, right? And that's fine. If that's the case, that's his biggest miss, right? But I think that he gets another shot and a chance to actually pick his quarterback of the future. Now, if that doesn't work, right, in Bears fashion like it typically yeah. does, I in think, five years or four years, he's gone. But I, think I like
0: what in. you said there about Ryan Pace getting seven years. That's a long time, which honestly, I didn't even realize it was that long of a term. Um, but I agree. Yeah, I long. think he's earned it just the way he set it up set us up just in 2024 alone like that's he gets the he's going to get a chance to pick his guy whether we you know whether you like it or not i don't think there's if you took a poll like a presidency poll as far as like maybe favor and how he's feeling um probably a pretty good approval rating i would say at least over 60% yeah. Yeah, you I was know? gonna say he's probably at like sixty. That's exactly what I was thinking. Like yeah, and maybe it depends on probably when you pull him. If you pull him right before the draft, you're probably at that eighty percent. You know, when you're getting that. Oh right, yeah, when you're, those time. Ty- you know, Bulls, but right yeah. now it's like when you're in the dumpster fire right now, and everything's kind of just you know looking like shit. it oh, probably. I did forget about one of 60.
1: His, his
0: biggest miss chase Claypool? Is Claypool too. Yeah, I, told I, I didn't about know we were that. gonna bring oh, him I up again. I thought I, I thought we <laughs> banned that topic. My bad. My you know. bad. But yeah,
1: I think I think overall though, like I think yeah. he has done more positive for this team moving forward long term. Like when we get to the draft next year and we have these two picks, King polls. Like, don't forget who got you that. Yeah. He hedged his bets for Fields. If Fields doesn't work, he set himself up to where you can have, you can go find that uh quarterback. And this draft, I know like it says it all the time, but like a lot of the analysts I've been following and whatnot, they're saying this draft is like very very stacked and i agree like marvin harrison jr to think that we can get and i'm not like automatically going there but if if the worst happens and fields doesn't work out you know what'll make you feel a little bit better caleb williams and marvin harrison jr or drake may and marvin Harrison jr or olu the tackle who's a dog you know what i mean or jared verse yeah the number one dn so i i think he was able to hedge himself to make it so it's not like oh our quarterback sucks, but now we don't know what to do moving forward, which the Bears have been in that position for before. This will allow us to, you know, bounce back because we'll have a better roster also set up, right? It's not like we have a bunch of bad players, right? We just have a bunch of bad coaches who can't get some of our players to execute to the potential that they have. So I do have a question for you, though. There's two people up for extensions, right? There was three. One of them got signed, Cole Komet. Based off the play so far, only one gets signed. Who do you sign? Do you sign JJ or do you sign Darnell Mooney and why?
0: That's a very good question. I actually wanted to talk about Darnell Mooney. So, um, for me, it's like going through his stats right now. He has 10 receptions for 152 yards, um, his longest being 39. He has one touchdown. I mean, dude. I mean, last year he. Obviously, he had 40 receptions. He was cut short with injury, 493 yards, 56 being as long as two touchdowns. I mean, his one really, really phenomenal year, which – I mean, his rookie season campaign, 631 yards, 61 receptions, four touchdowns. Followed that up with a crazy year where that's where you kind of saw the momentum going up with 1,055 yards, 81 receptions, four touchdowns. Again, it's just – his. Production has dipped the last two years. So in this NFL, league, it's like, what have you done for Mooney lately? That's always going to be the case almost on a weekly basis. And with him, yeah. it's been two years, and I know there's an injury in, in there, and I love Mooney. I love him. However, it's like at this point, I mean, that receiving core outside of DJ Moore, which I thought was going to be one of the strongest um, you know, rooms that the Bears had yeah. with the Claypool debacle – and then, you know, Mooney's production at all, like all time low, career low, you got to go JJ easily. But even then, I'm not sure you can even, depending on the money, it really all depends on the money with Jalen Johnson because oh, I think he's a very, very good caliber he, corner. He, not top he balled, 10. I, no, no, no. But he I don't balled think he's out. Not
1: When he His issue issues injuries. But when that man's on That's the field. That's what I'm saying. Again, again, yeah. again. He had like I, trust me. Anytime they threw to JJ, he deflected it. They couldn't catch it. He made like he played amazing again. The previous games he played, you know, when he was in the when he was uh when he when before he got injured, he played well. Like the first two weeks, I think his PFF like t- you know his grade was high and like the passer rating allowed things like that. Like it was fantastic. So the the issue with him is. You know the injury bug that he's always had that's riddled him in college. So I have to agree with you, though. I love Mooney. I got a Mooney jersey. I got a Fields jersey. I'm probably gonna have to that's get new cool jerseys dude. next year. Yeah, oh, I just wait don't, on it. <laughs> no more jerseys. Yeah, no, 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 no. I'm buying yet. No, no, no. no. I'm <laughs> not. I'm not trying to ship these guys out. I, yeah, I am still a fan of both those players. And again, the fan in me is different. Than the realism in me, you know what I mean? Like the fan in me wants uh, fields and Mooney to be on this roster next year, but realistically they're not helping their case.
0: Yeah. Um, Absolutely. And I want to get into Jalen Johnson because I think Mooney, no, you do not extend him unless it's a very, I don't even think you could do multi-year at this point, just given the production and the injury, you know, and not that he's injured a lot, but it's just more. So his production post, that ankle injury it just isn't the same he looks good he looks fast especially in practice training camp he was his his get off speed is you know pretty best probably in that room faster than dj Moore. but it's like the game and it's just not you know trans translating right now and so a factor of that is obviously fields you know obviously going to dj Moore a lot that's you know mooney was perhaps the number one target all of last year up into his injury so i mean he's taken that second fiddle um, even with Claypool, you know, being gone, it's just it's not there. The production is just not there. But Jalen Johnson, I want to bring up some stats right now in 2023. First of all, when targeted, um, he has a passer quarterbacks, opposing quarterbacks have a passer rating of 64.6. That's very, very low. <laughs> yeah, that's um, pretty good. And I wanna, I wanna go through, I wanna, I wanna combine that with his, you know, fr- first rookie season, it was 102.8. Okay. All right, that's fine. Went down Ricky. a little bit, 96.8 his second yep. year. And now in obviously he's played in a few, he's only has what uh 224 total snaps right now. But I mean, he has 64.6, he has no penalties, he has one pass breakup, no interceptions. Again, Paul ball production is probably why he's not up there getting big time money. Yeah. Um, and that's you know, getting a turnover, making plays on the ball it, it's just part of it. Um, he has one, uh, let's see here, His he has 10 tackles. Um, he has only one missed tackle, 8.3% yeah. miss, uh, tackle miss percentage. Um, and then he has five stops as far as like on his own that re- resulted in a um, turn and down or turnover and downs, almost like a punt. And I mean, he has eight receptions for 95 yards, 11.9 per reception, Um a lot of that is after the catch 56 yards of that 95 i mean man he he is very very um he's solid we need we need capable. we we
1: need good players on this team and he is at the end of the day if you were to grade out all our players he's a top 10% graded yeah. player is on he a team.
0: blue chip is he, uh, he a top tier he uh, a guy in that the you league can't let go you of? don't
1: you don't build you don't he's he's not a blue chip is like a blue chip for our team right now is probably Donald Wright. That's a blue chip where it's like, okay, you're if you stay healthy, bro, you're having like mm-hmm. a Pro Bowl. And
0: you're DJ having a Pro Moore, Bowl. I think.
1: Oh, yeah, DJ too. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He's yeah. shown that. Yeah. That's the easy So one. those two are blue chip, but right behind them, like if you're rating the best players on our team, like oh, just overall, number one's DJ Moore. And I'm putting JJ second. Now, Donald Wright is more of like what he can be. He's a rookie, so I can't put him that high. He's he's balling out as a rookie. But who's better than like behind D, behind DJ? Who are you putting? Cole Komet's good. He's he's doing yeah. well. He's solid. But I think DJ. I mean JJ is better than Cole, and that's saying it right there. So if you're a top three player on the team, I view it and go, I can't let you go. We're 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 a three win a four win team in a year and a half. Why are we letting our second best player go? Find out yeah. where you know. And at get some, some point, you we you have
0: it. to let. You can't keep letting. I think we've said it before, but you can't let good players go. You can't keep trading them. Roquan, all these guys. However, the linebackers that we paid made some impact plays against the Vikings, which was awesome. Um, I also want to – I messed up. His rookie year is 2020. He had 106.7 pass rating that year. So it's gone down. Every year it's gone down at least you know, four or five points. And then, of course, in year four for Jalen, he is playing – I mean, he is locked down. I know he gives up a couple plays here and there. But he's he's looking really, really good. And so for me, it's like if the money's there, and I'm not a cap expert, we can bring in Brad for this. But it's like, I don't know what his extension would look like. But as long as it's fair market value and and then I think it's a no-brainer. The problem is, does that does are Jalen and and Ryan Poles and, you know, and his agent and the Bears, are they kind of, is that number in the like vicinity like are the is that doable what Jalen is wanting and then what we they're the willing money. to kind of provide because we've seen it before Ryan poles and his guys they get they get a number and they're smart and they're they analytical it. about it right yeah and they stick to that damn number man and so it's like Jalen I i think he had a quote here I, I want to bring it up. Oh I think uh, that future. guy
1: 44 yeah he just uh commented here at the exact same time is that what you're gonna speak on
0: that's what I was saying yep the right Parkinson yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll, we'll and Spiegel on the radio guy, yeah, read my mind, uh, that guy over there on uh, YouTube. Um, anyways, the Bears got to do, this is Jalen Johnson on the trade dead, deadline looming, which the Bears could be selling a couple of their key players, which well, they're not I do buying. not want to see. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. Right. Not buying. Well, we've right. seen some crazy, I mean, that would honestly feel like a, a Bears move, just thinking they can. That's yeah, what Ryan will That would be more would Ryan, polls, or yeah, Ryan Pace, for sure. Yeah. So the Bears got to do what's best for them. This is Jalen Johnson, again, on the trade deadline looming. The Bears got to do what's best for them, and I got to do what's best for me. First of all, that's not a good start, especially with how it was sounding early on in the season and even training camp. It was like kind of positive thinking it can kind of get done. Uh, But then he went on, I'm not forcing anything. I won't. Of course, as I've been saying since day one, I want to stay here. This is my first team, my home. So started off rocky, but he reiterated since he's been saying – since the beginning is he wants to be in Chicago. So it's like, get it done. This is what you're supposed yeah. to do. Here's and a I comment, comment that just it. I
1: agree. I agree. And here's a comment by Laz that says, I'm not sure JJ wants to say he can get the same money elsewhere. I think he would you always get more in, in with the team that drafted you. So I'm gonna have to disagree on that. I think he's his I, best chance to get money will be with with us, even if it's even if polls has a cap on it. I think his best chance to get money is with us, especially because
0: I kind of, I'm going to take the, I'm going to take Laz on that one. I kind of agree with him almost because of the culture. I know we talk about Fluce and, and, and Justin Fields a lot and how they failed him, but it's like these players have lost so much. Yeah. They just can, it's that mentality. And I'm sure they are trying to change it. And JJ's close with Mooney, Justin. You know, he has some guys, some friends, lifelong friends on this team, but it's like, okay. I've seen enough. I know what this league, you know, winning does a lot, puts more money in your pockets. Um, marketing, all these yeah. type of things that can go into it. And in Chicago, you're not going to get a bigger market outside. New, um, York. New York, you know, but it's like Chicago, you only have one football team, in New York. You got right. two. So the market's there, but it's like the culture, the winning aspect. It's been over almost a year. You know, you went without winning a game. It's like, Jalen's like, all right, last says I can get my money and I can get it elsewhere you know, yep. He said, no, the I agree are tired of losing. So for me, it's like, if they're not willing to maybe pay a little bit more for that hometown, keep loyal, you know, loyalty, yeah, yeah. maybe just to keep a player of his caliber where he's going to get paid, whether it's with the bears or not, you know? So for me, it's like, yeah. no,
1: I, I, let me, let me clarify the first no, part. I, think I agree. The no, uh, the first part is right. I agree with both of you. I I'm he's probably fed up with losing he, who wouldn't be. So I agree with you on that. I'm saying money talks the players will go where the money's at and I think his best opportunity to get the most money is with this team so you know if he gets bigger money elsewhere he's gone it's it like it's it's easy as that if polls is like yo I'm only giving you 13 million right and a team says hey I'm giving you 18 he's gone like you're gonna go get that extra five million so yeah it'll be interesting to see I, I think we have the best opportunity to keep him but it doesn't mean that he will be on this team so last great comments. I, yeah, yeah I think that yeah. that's good
0: stuff. And Fick, before we kind of finish up the show and everything, um, uh, first of all, if you have questions for us, we're going to kind of end the show, the pod here with just answering some of your questions. So if you have anything that's, you kind of want to hear what we what we think and, or you just want to talk about it, um, go ahead and throw it in the chat, uh, whether it's on, you know, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube here, whoever's watching live, uh, we want to go ahead and answer whatever we can. And then secondly, I know you've heard us, heard us say it a couple of times in the show. Um, But if you're enjoying the content, uh first of all, we're almost at 2000 subs uh for the channel on YouTube. So first of all, thank you. Secondly, once we get there, we are gonna do a giveaway. Uh we were thinking Justin Fields jersey. Um, uh, but we're not sure. We'll probably just leave <laughs> yeah. it up to you guys. We'll <laughs> yeah, probably I about both. that one day. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna do something fun. Um, we maybe we'll do a poll on our on our Twitter, which you can check out our you know podcast page on Twitter at BFR underscore pod. Um and then of course check out Vicky myself on twitter as well and our our ads are on the um on the screen, screen right here but again like subscribe it really does help the channel you don't even have to subscribe just hit the like on this uh video it kind of helps kind of disperse it and you guys have been great on it so far and we appreciate it but again almost at 2000 subs i think we're about 50 away so once we get get there we'll do a really cool giveaway maybe like walter payton dick Buckus. you know maybe throw Oh no athlete. we for
1: we could do that, but also, I mean, we still do have a dog on this team that people love, and Dobsey said it. I mean, we do have DJ oh, Moore, true. so it, yeah, it's we, yeah. he will we'll, he will be on the team next year. I yeah. promise you that,
0: so. <laughs> what we'll do is, yeah, whoever wins, you just, we'll kind of <laughs> connect via Twitter, whatever it might be, um, and we will um, let you kind of pick what you kind of want to get, whether it's uh, DJ Moore, Dick Buckus, whatever it might be. We'll let you kind of make that decision, and then it's on you guys and not us. <laughs> um, but again, we appreciate the support if you have questions throw them in the chat ficky i want to go through um, before we get to those questions if there are any yep. i want to go through yeah, some, some um tyson bejian um i know we talked about just fields a lot however tyson's likely going to be starting this week just with mm-hmm. justin going to be on you know uh recovering from that thumb injury we don't know how long it's going to be um but tyson bejian let's see here uh the players I want to hear. I want to go over some of these quotes after the game on what the players were saying in regards to Tyson, how he handled the huddle, just his moxie in that game, and what they're how they feel moving forward. So this is from Kevin Fishbane. He had some awesome, interesting quotes that he got from uh, the locker room. So I want to start with Tyler Scott, friend of the pod. He was on the pod early before the season. I'll have to have him on again, uh, but he had some. He had a good thing about about Tyson. He said he came in, had command of the huddle, had command of the offense. Uh, and then he just uh, has this confidence about him. Um, so first of all, Tyler Scott, I thought he looked very, very good. He had some really yeah. nice plays coming back yeah, to the ball sure. from Tyson.
1: Yeah. That was, a, um, that was crazy. That was crazy. Yeah. That was a great catch. I'm
0: gonna, i want to, I want to move to DJ Moore. Um, he's a baller. As you could see, he showed, he belongs. He made impressive throws, not that deep ball um, and was doing well at the line. It was cool to see um, Lucas Patrick, he said, of Tyson Bajant, full confidence in 1-7. He said, what most people don't get to see is the moxie of that kid. We all know that this is Justin's team. Justin's our quarterback. That's not an easy role to be behind somebody like that. That kid came in and showed why we like him, why the locker room has his back. He's tough, tough, special kid. Lastly, Cole Komet. He had this about Tyson. He said, self-confidence. I think that's evident. Being around him since camp, I think he's got a lot of self confidence. He's got conviction in what he does and what he says. If he's got to take over a little for a little bit, we're going to rally around him. Um, so, again, Tyson, he didn't really feel like he was afraid of the moment. Of course, he had you know some mistakes, rookie mistakes. We get of it. Going to give gonna him happen. time. Going to root for him. But I want to I want your thoughts on Tyson moving forward. Like I know we we talk a lot about Justin are you is there any little bit of excitement just to kind of see a full week i think um about what he can do and you know it's it's nice to see obviously the teammates not gonna you know not gonna hound on the guy and dog him but they yeah, didn't have to say some of the things he said so first of all how are you feeling about the season what's the outlook tyson Bagent, moving forward yeah, it feels so, just to miss significant time i mean i, I still want to lose
1: at this point like for yeah. There's two reasons, right? Not only, and we'll get to it because there's a question about Caleb, but not not only for like getting your quarterback of the future, if that is the case, right? Because that is important to figure out. We need a low draft pick for that, but also if the fan of me wants Justin to be the future, the more Tyson balls out, the less like like that doesn't help Justin's case in any sort of way. So because of that, I don't want Tyson. Like, I'm, let me put it this way: I'm not hoping for anything. Cause I would right. never wish downfall on a, a man. Like that's not who I am. And I'm not going to be like, man, I hope he sucks out there, but I'm not necessarily like, man, I hope he throws for 400 yards. Right. Necessarily. Because at the end of the day, I, for, for this, the ideal scenario for this team is that Justin Fields is your franchise quarterback. And now you have two first round picks, which we've seen polls get a haul for. So if you already have your quarterback in place, imagine what you can get in return, which will be even more than what you got last year. Because because Caleb Williams and Drake May are way more highly touted, right? At least from a hype perspective than Bryce right. Young. So a lot more people calling on the phone. So that's the ideal situation. So for that to happen, Tyson can't look good. He can't. But the human enemy's like, you know, I, 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 you know, go out there and ball out like this is your opportunity. You're trying to make a career for yeah. yourself, generational money for you and your family. So I would never wish, you know, for hey, negative negativity to happen.
0: It could be a backup. And that's a pretty lucrative job right there. You know, as Chase but Daniel I agree with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's you can make. Some I money. agree with you. Yeah. Chase Daniel. He's he, he got the back of story. He got the for bag you. for sure. <laughs> so I want to I agree with you. However, with Tyson, it's like there's two things and it's very unfair for him. Um, where he's at because of that draft capital and what we kind of have at our disposable and the caliber of, you know, prospects coming out that are, you could say almost better than Caleb, for sure. Better than fields as a prospect. I think that's pretty fair to say a lot of scouts say that. Um, however, but it's like Tyson, he's at a spot where it's like, I either want him to be Kurt Warner, be that guy where it's like, Oh, you want Brock he's, Purdy. he's our guy. He's our franchise guy. You know, I don't want Brock Purdy. No. No, I mean, okay. First of all, Brock Purdy. I understand he's playing great, but I don't. I'm not. I'm a believer. Yeah, but it's like I'm not. I'm not like. I don't think he he couldn't elevate this Bears team. If he was in this spot right now, <laughs> nobody could elevate this Bears no. team, bro. Hell no. <laughs> no one, so this I, team sucks. But for me, it's like I either need Tyson to one be a not a franchise guy. I want him to be a top seven quarterback in the league, or <laughs> or he or Get I'm out. out.
1: Because like yeah. I just
0: I can't have this guy being oh Mitch Trubisky, Middle of the pack. Mediocre. Yeah, yeah. He won us a few games. Yeah, but now we're not, you know, in control of the draft anymore, you know, right. per se, even though we still have two first rounders. It's like I just it's unfair to him, but I need him to either be like a Hall of Fame quarterback, like this is our guy <laughs> finally, or just lose us, you know, lose Sticks us the rest of high. the way, Tyson. Like maybe make you some money with some endorsements or something, but it's like it's unfair expectations, and I know it's not, um, again, not fair for him, and I will root for him, but it's like, I do not want him just like, you know, messing up our draft right now. It's, no, I feel you. I'm in that it's, same- It's so unfair, I feel very odd to say it, and I, I, if you clip this, it, is it, what it is. sounds fucking terrible, but- <laughs> I mean, it is what it is, how bro. Feel, we are a shitty team, and we need to find our franchise
1: quarterback. Whether it's Justin Fields, whether it's Tyson Bajan, whether it's Caleb Williams, Drake, May, whoever it is, we have not answered that question for decades on decades. So unless that person comes in and proves that's who they are, you're out. Like, that's what it is. That's that's how it is right now. And I just got to show up this uh, comment from uh, uh, Reen. Renee. Renee, uh, Renee, Can- Renee. Uh, Cano. Uh sorry for mispronouncing that. And there's no disrespect. But he said, how can you possibly still think that Justin Fields is still the future of this team? Man, talk about delusional. We're not saying Justin Fields. And if you just hopped on, that's fine. Because it sounds like we're probably like, oh, Justin Fields is the future. Yeah. We're not saying that. We said in an ideal, the best case scenario is that Justin Fields is the future. So then we can get a haul for their first
0: round yeah. pick. But in no, the beginning right of the, yeah. now, But right now, you're absolutely right. It is hard. I Correct. cannot picture it. He would have to go on. He would have to be. A tear. You have to, you have to go on a tear. You know, whatever yeah. he gets back, and he has to get back at a decent time. Because you can't do it. He can't come back for four games and ball out. That's not enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Game.
1: No, he, no, he'd it, have to come back. The leaders, least, and he needs to play back. at least eight games. He needs an eight-game streak of, like, you
0: look great. Yeah, and with him, it's that's consistency. It's just, yeah. and you could throw in coaching. Could, that's okay. But it's like, he has to elevate above that, unfortunately. He has to be better than the chaos that surrounded him. Um, you know, since being in Chicago, but I agree with it is, I'm optimistic as hell when it comes to this team. And I'm like, I just don't see a way where we're not. I mean, I pin on my Twitter right now, the pin tweet I have is, is the, uh, 24, 24 draft order right now where it stands (laughs) where Carolina, we, you know, their pick that goes to the bears. And then of course we're number two with our own pick. And I'm like, hope is a dangerous thing. It can drive a man insane. I think that's from Shawshank Redemption. I think Morgan Yeah, Freeman. Shout out to that. Yep. That's a great movie. Great. But it's movie. like, great. I have that pin because I'm like, it is a dangerous thing, but I'm holding on to it right now, you know? And as a Bears fan, I feel like that's, I feel like the offseason is more fun almost sometimes. Um, hey, no, that's
1: the offseason is always more fun because this team sucks in the regular season year after year. And so year that's the most year. exciting part. It's hope. You get hope up. Yeah. Uh, before but. we go to the next part, we gotta we do got a super chat from our boy Tito. Again, with the $5 super chat, we Love appreciate Tito. you in here all the time. Said, Bears need to do what the Lions did and build in the trenches. Don't think Mayor Williams will make it here. QBs die here. Exactly. Sounds I've like been thinking. a huge – Yeah, I'm such a huge advocate of in the trenches. But you also know who's a huge advocate of in the trenches? Ryan Poles. Baby. Ryan Poles. And I'm sorry, not only is he hit on right, Braxton Jones, late. That's a hit. I'm sorry. where He was drafted. That's a hit. Jatari Carter, again, I think uh, I, th- I got a quote here, a tweet here from Brad Spielberger again. Bright spot for the Bears yesterday. Facing a Vikings blitz rate over 70%, Jatari Carter allowed zero QB pressures on 27 pass block reps. Right? Looks like with Braxton Jones, Carter, and Darnell Wright, I don't know. Maybe Ryan Poles knows how to scout an offensive lineman. So, if you want to follow that lines track, I... We have the right guy at GM to do that. I promise you he's going to at least build on the O-line, which is so important. And he's already got some pieces there. And then let's see if he can do it in the D-line as well. And we're starting to see some fruit of his labor with Javon and uh, Pickens. So thank you, Tito, for the super chat. Really do appreciate that. Um, We do have some questions if you want to transition to that, Dave, if you're cool with that.
0: Yeah, let's end with questions. Um, Again, shout out to everyone that's kind of been – it's a lively stream for a Monday night (laughs) <laughs> this team sucks, <laughs> bro. So I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I try not to be negative, but it's just like,
1: Oh man, I'm lucky. We you had have a lot of game. hair We had one game, one week of just like happiness. Yeah. We waited, a, we waited about a year to get a week of happiness for just to get ripped right out of us. It's crazy. It's yeah, crazy. Let's get, let's get
0: to, let's finish up a question. Yeah.
1: We got some questions here. So we'll go through them. So first one, this kind of like generic, but like Caleb talks. So, I'll give my I'll give my opinion on it. You can give yours. If we have the number one overall pick, Caleb Williams is a bear. There's no question. I, I it's, set. It it's set in stone. Yeah, he had a bad game. Quarterbacks have bad games. Pa- Patrick Mahomes had bad games in college. That's why he wasn't number one overall. Like you can't expect these players to be perfect. And guess what? Caleb Williams has flaws like every other human and every every other person to ever touch a football. But he won the Heisman for a reason. He's gonna win it probably again. The dude's balling out. So that's my opinion. Like it's, yeah. it's a, it, you know, as good as it can't miss is what they say. He the US, may be overrated, which is fair, but he's still a, he's still a dog.
0: USC still, I mean, one, you know, so they're going to be playing in some meaningful games. Um, and you could yeah. say that's on Notre Dame. Obviously, I think they, they messed up, you know, as far as the end of that game, but it's like Caleb Williams, I mean, against top tier elite, like, um, Teams in college yeah. football, his competition, his resume, when you compare it to like Drake May, he has just a lot more production against top, you know, organizations or, or just um, colleges, you know, as far as the, he's battle tested. That's what I want to say. That's what I'm he's trying in to the
1: get. Pac- he's, he's in the battle tested, Pac- man. Yep. He's in the pack 12 and that's right now. And, I know it's weird to think it's the best conference in football. Yeah. So like he's playing good competition
0: and you look at fields. I think he had a three interception game. You know, and yeah, against again, my alumni against IU, he had like, he yeah, so it's like which is a weird game, which right, is, IU happens. has a decent defense, at least then. So, Back again, then it, Caleb yeah. Williams is absolutely the, the Caleb talk. I don't know if he's asking, like, Caleb talk, when is it going to start? I think it's already oh, it's started. Already started, started. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for us, not by I think us we'll get there by eventually. Um, it, you know, but a little bit more in depth. Um, I'm excited. I, I hate to say it because, like, we're in the middle of a season. There's a lot on the line. But Caleb Williams would – it would be very exciting, you know, yeah. because – Well, this season's over. Bro. You have to – you
1: have to be hoping yeah. something. You <laughs> said this season's, season's over. over. <laughs> it is over. There's no – there's nothing yeah. – we're playing to see where we get positioned at this point. Like, and to see if Fields is the guy, which in, each week it looks less and less. yeah hey. We're just mind. trying to
0: hold on. <laughs> Most teams are trying to hold on for like a playoff berth or a wild card, you know, just playoffs in general. Hold on, stay in the hunt. We're trying to hold on to our, you know, our top two picks. Right. It's a, that's it's what a it funny is. Ass time get do, your, but... get
1: your tank hats on. So, okay. So moving to the next question we have from Justin. Great. First name he said, why the hell hasn't Poles got a center and who can block and snap? Okay. Great point. Another Another week. And actually, well, before we do that, last had a similar question. So I'm going to show his as well. Have we seen the end of white hair? I don't see him starting at guard at center. Okay. So to answer both of these, right? You can't fix every position in in an offseason. So best believe that polls going into this next offseason, center is a top priority because Lucas Patrick is not the guy, right? For like backup, sure. But like for starter, absolutely not. And Cody Whitehair is, you know, we're starting to see the decline of that. He's been in the league for a while. He was a great, great guard for us, but he's always been bad at snapping the ball. It's not as easy. You can go watch Olin Cruz talk about it. It's not as easy as what you think. You have to snap, take a step, and block someone in front of you at the same time. I'm not going to take that away being like, oh, what's such an – why can't you snap it? That's so easy. No, nothing in the NFL is easy. But best believe Ryan Poles knows, and this coaching staff, which won't be here anyways. but they know that – there is not a there is not a solution to center on this team right now so whether it's the draft whether it's free agency there will be a new person snapping the ball uh
0: and yeah we're probably seeing the last of uh, cody white here on this team
1: dave what's your thoughts on that
0: yeah cody white here so first of all he's drafted in 2016 um round second round pick um he's 31 years old right now you know and I mean, you look at Jason Kelsey, first of all, Hall of Famer, and I hate to bring that up. So, I mean, he's been doing it. He hasn't missed a game in like since like 2014, something like that. But that does seem like a pretty quick drop off, which sucks. But I want to go through some of the stats. So, he's played 87 snaps at center this year. Um, His worst offensive or worst PFF grade blocking wise um, offensive line play was against the Vikings, where he had 45 snaps at center, 37.3 jesus christ Uh, great which is very very bad god Uh, it's his worst grade of the season um his second um or i'm sorry his third worst game graded game of the season by pff was again where he played center 42 snaps against washington um so because he wasn't great then either 51.7 overall grade um he has his highest grade on the season is a 59.8 which is kind of, yeah, it's like a yellow tier for PFF. So it's like almost yeah. 60. So getting close there, but it's like, he's just not been good. And the decline is it's, it's came very rapidly. And it's like, well, we saw, can't. we saw last the year. The biggest thing like with him great is like his snaps are terrible. And oh, I tweeted out, awful. which I didn't know it was the Odell Beckham. That's how I felt like fields was back there. And I guess someone had tweeted it like a couple weeks back, whatever. And I thought I was clever, whatever. But anyways, seriously, Justin Fields, Tyson Bajant, whether it's low, whether it's high, like he's they're having to really make up for such, such poor snaps. And like well, at some points you're point. almost what are you saying?
1: No, say Olin made a good point about this. Uh, I can't remember if it was on 670, but he was like, it the problem, what it does is when there's a bad snap, it takes your eyes off the reads you're supposed to be looking at. So mm-hmm. now you know, yeah. your timing is off, in essence, because you're worried about the ball and where it's going to be. You see what I'm saying? Instead, if you yeah. feel trust that it's going right here, your re- your eyes are exactly where you need to go. When the ball comes to you and it's not here, you have to look to see where it goes, right? So your eyes come off of your reads. Then you have to find your reads again. And we know we know that on offense, it's all about timing, right? It, that's why they practice all these snaps, same type of routes, things like that. Timing is key. So, when you have to take your eyes away from the ball, that's going to throw everything off, right? Whether it's running the ball, just handing the ball off. We've seen that or getting the ball to your first read that could have been open, but now it's not because you were late to look at it. So yeah, they got it. They're going to have to work out something. And I, I, I will, I'll I'll get, I promise you there'll be a new starting center on this team next year. And if not, y'all can tear me to shreds because I'll be tearing Ryan Bowles to shreds because that makes no sense.
0: And I want to bring up like, first of all, what Ryan poll said earlier um, in the year was like they asked him about the roster and what they did to kind of fill the holes, you know, and where what where was this roster at like percentage-wise as far as being completely overhauled and, and not having any more, you know, weaknesses or just holes in the roster. And he was like, you know, I think he mentioned, I'm kind of can't remember exactly, but it was about 80%. You know, so about 20% was still left and center obviously is – Very, very high, very high on that list. So it's like might even be more because that was when Chase Claypool, that was when the receiving room we thought was so strong. So it could even be at 30%. And they did a lot to kind of improve this team, even though it's not looking like that, like it right now. Um, But it's like there are some young, talented players that you can kind of hopefully build around um, and perhaps keep Jalen Johnson and some of these vets. And we didn't even talk about Eddie Jackson today. And and he might be and on his way out playing for another team just based got on everything too. But Man, I really am bad luck. All my jerseys are gone. Hey, no, I mean, he had a, he had a couple, you know, 2018. That was awesome. No,
1: no, I love Eddie. I'm just saying now <laughs> it's like, I might have to do a whole f- refresh yeah. of my closet, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we I do have a Williams more, uh, jersey. Yeah. Jeez. Okay. Anyways, so, yeah, let's finish up these questions. Yeah. yeah last, uh, we got two more last again with another question. It said, why not hope for Bajan to ball out? Purdy did it. Why can't Bajan be a sleeper here? Okay. Two parts. If, so, like Dave said, if he balls out, it has to – like, that's it. Like, you have to be the – you have to show us you the franchise quarterback. If that's the case, cool. Like, we'd be happy about it. We don't have to use a first pick on someone. Likelihood of that happening, probably not going to happen because of two reasons. Where he was drafted and this organization. If they can't get yeah. Fields to be successful, they're not going to get Tyler Bajan, okay? So it's, we, it's just I,
0: so unrealistic, too, because, I mean, he's a rookie – not a lot of experience. It's going to take, there's going to be some growing pains unless you said, like I said, unless he is the guy and he can just like, well, even jump with right that, in. like
1: our coaching staff is not Kyle yeah. Shanahan. It's not like yeah. I give Brock Purdy for what he's doing, but he's also surrounded by the best team in the NFL. Like, yeah. talent-wise, offensive line, even his defense, right? Your defense is important to, you know, how good you are on the offensive side as well because you get more opportunities, shorter field. All of that's important. You take away Brock Purdy, the 49ers roster-wise are still the number one in the league. So he's in a much, much, much better situation than we could ever be in. So that's why I feel like it's to have the expectation that he's going to ball out. I just don't want you to get your uh, – your uh your hopes up because it's probably not gonna happen and if i'm wrong cool i wouldn't be mad about that, that means we found our no, guy absolutely but likelihood it's not gonna happen all right last question here uh nevin box said say bajin or justin Fields shows promise do we trade far enough and grab extra picks and still grab harrison jr and then oh uh, two 2 than the offensive tackle from ps uh from penn state which i think is uh olu which i mentioned earlier yeah we kind of touched on this if if you have your franchise quarterback whoever it is right you don't have to use that first pick on a quarterback and that first overall pick, right? If that's what we have uh at the end of the season, you will get a haul for Caleb Williams and Drake May. You will. Like you got a haul last year for Bryce Young, and there was a lot of talks about his height. No one's talking about like, oh, I wonder if Caleb Williams is the guy. There's none of that talk. He just had a sh- he just had a shitty week, his worst game ever, and I didn't see any talks about oh, is Caleb Williams not that guy? The the hype's been here for too long. That pick is going to be worth. A million. So if that's the case, trade that in for a haul. You still have another pick that will be because of us. We suck. We'll be top five. You could possibly get, you could get Olu, who's a tackle. You could get Jared Verse, the number one DN from uh, Florida State. Marvin Harrison Jr. is expected to go top five. So you're going to have the best, you're going to be able to get the best player in like four or five different positions. It's just just whether, you know, what way Ryan Poles goes. So, yes, if you have your franchise guy, you better trade that, just like how they thought they had their franchise guy this year and traded and got DJ Moore. You thought DJ Moore was a good trade? Buddy, next year you would get something crazy, I promise you.
0: Yeah. No, I agree with all that. It's a a win-win for us, or at least for Bears fans right now. It's like if Justin or Tyson really – just have to first of all to to prove they got they're the guy they're going to have to ball out consistently and show you know vast improvement rapid improvement but that would be the best case scenario we talked about it being able to trade that pick you you mentioned again getting a, a crazy package in return likely higher than what they got last year however that. Likelihood probably low ten percent right now as yeah. uh, as far as possibility, but again, <laughs> exactly. but again as Bears fans, you could end up Caleb Williams and Marvin Harrison Jr. You can end up with Caleb Williams and a tackle edge rusher. You can do these things, or you could trade get Caleb Williams trade, trade the second. Your second yeah. If you say you say they end up with one and two, you trade number two back to number four. You right because someone's going to want Drake May. Of, yeah, you recoup more capital. You somehow maybe slide, get Marvin Harrison Jr. or a tackle or a rusher. And it's like the the Ryan Poles has set the Bears up, you know, looking good. They're looking good right now. And it sucks because it's like he had an idea where it's like, okay, first of all, choosing, you know, the Panthers. Because he had multiple trade partners to work with. he, He nailed that. And it's like. You looked at the Carolina roster. You looked at okay, are they going to go? Are they going Bryce Young? Okay, rookie quarterback. You know, and they thought ahead. And now look where they are at. And if the worst case scenario happened, where Fields doesn't prove to be the guy, and it's a complete shit shit show with the coaching staff, which all that has come to fruition. Right, yes. <laughs> a, year from, a year from now, me and you could be talking about a whole different team, whole different coaching staff and hopefully trending upward. So it's like either scenario here, whether it's fields, whether it's you know another young quarterback and another stud, because you're getting two great maybe franchise-altering players with those picks, or at least you're hoping they are, and then you're set up again for hopefully long-term success, but you got to nail the coaching. Like you have to get it right. Right. Otherwise, we're going to fail another young quarterback, and I don't think I can fucking take that. I don't know if I can, man. Like, I'm not saying I'm switching teams, but I might be watching yeah. different fucking sports uh, for a little bit because, like, yeah, he, no, I, I feel I said, that I said I Fields. If we tough. failed him, it would really. I don't know if I could recover, and I, I've gotten to the point where I'm like, okay, Have it. I think I can because of how they set us up. You know, in 2024. Yeah, yeah. So,
1: no, we'll you made man. a great point, and we can end on this. Like the like the best case scenario I talked about Fields being the guy, and then you can trade Hall whatever. But the, that's the best case scenario. So that's a hundred percent. What I want likelihood of that happening is like 10%. What's like 80% going to happen is that fields is not, he's not going to be the guy, but we're probably going to take whoever they scout as the best quarterback, right? Number one with our first pick, wherever that's at. And I bet we trade the second one back and we recoup. So yeah. Okay, uh Ethan who was actually at the game. That's funny because I was talking to him on Instagram. Uh cuz he does follow us so he, he you know he messaged me he was going to be at the game. He said oh, uh what yeah. do you think the odds are that the Bears completely whiff the head coach again? You know what? Statistically, and we'll end on this one, statistically, it they have shown us that I can't have faith that they'll nail it. The the yeah. the last time they hey. nailed a quarterback, right? I was in middle school with Lovey Smith. That's yeah. the last time I was like, wow, they got the head coach right. Everything since then has been losing. Actually, Nagy is the only one since Lovey Smith that actually has won games. And imagine how we feel about Nagy. That means John Fox, dog shit with us, right? Obviously, uh Tressman, dog shit. And then this uh and then Floose right now, dog shit. So back to yeah. back to back. Like, it has not been good. There's I mean, no Nagy was coach
0: of the year, which is hilarious. I mean, but that <laughs> was probably – the GM of the year. Yeah, that's probably so Vic Fangio's reward. Uh, <laughs> but to be fair. Yeah, anyways, yeah. I think this – as far as coaching, I think it's 50-50. Like, it's a coin flip. Like, if you – first of all, you can't go with a, a first-year head coach again. Like, I like Ben Johnson, the OC, over in uh, Detroit. I like him a lot. I would almost be – that would be okay for me. Like, I would be confident. I understand he's never coached. In the nfl as far as like head coach but i like his he looks legit with jared goff and those weapons and that and that offensive that franchise or the off the lions are just they're stacked like obviously they were division favorites i think they're the real deal finally um they're kind of fun to root for which is odd you know i know some people just hate the lions i get it but it's like they're kind of a fun ass team um and it's fun to watch Maybe and it's, it's the bears, like, they're just taking all this out of me. I'm like, you know, this is fun well, like it's fun football. I can see. I don't care who's, you know, who's playing, you know, outside of the Packers. I, never I have a, that,
1: but. I have a, I have a theory on that. I, okay. I think why a lot of, cause really a lot of bears fans I've noticed are like kind of pro lions, right? I think yeah. the reason why is because we see lions fans and see ourselves. You've been fans of it, or Lions might even be worse, right? You see an organization that mm-hmm. hasn't won a playoff game since what, like 1999, right? They have the curses yeah. of uh, of uh, not paying uh, Megatron and then Barry Sanders retiring early. You know what I mean? Like they they've had a history that's just been like bad to them as a fan base, but they've been loyal. So I think when we finally see them get success. We in a way feel like we are winning. You know what I mean? Because we're like, oh, we get that. We go through those same pains. And there's a little bit of hope, a little bit. That you're like, oh, you know what? If the lions can do it, maybe, maybe we can too. So <laughs> Ethan I, that's goes,
0: a- <laughs> Ethan goes, the Bears are the Lions with more money on Ethan on, on YouTube. That's Jeez. a funny comment, man. That's hilarious. Jeez, bro.
1: Oh uh, stadium, though. God, that stadium sucks. <laughs> yeah arlington heights sorry yeah. i'm just like, but I, I would, eric
0: another question here on youtube was you know would you guys hire eric uh benemy is yeah, the be enemy the enemy it's like for caleb
1: enemy yeah
0: be enemy for caleb williams yep. yeah i like him i interesting i wouldn't be that would have be my first pick i'll be honest it just wouldn't but for me it's like i like one i like uh Harbaugh. i really like that pick. i like that I'm, I know see, I'm it's, opposite i know i i'm, I'm, I'm and he's defensive, right? Is he a defensive? Yeah, he coach, is kind of. So yeah, he, that no, actually defensive. sucks a little bit. I just like the pedigree he would bring. Uh, Bill Belichick. I've heard like I don't know how that number no. started, but I I don't no. think I would want him. I don't two, think he would want him to be in Chicago. <laughs> no. What? No. Maybe, maybe a chance to turn around. I don't know. Um,
1: no. Lincoln Riley. That man. That that man's gonna retire. No, I don't want Lincoln either okay i don't want lincoln riley i, I don't know it's
0: the, this is another episode want,
1: <laughs> yeah it is for sure and I, this is my last comment i promise i'll so shut up no no you're good man. uh be enemy i'd be cool night. with yeah be enemy i'd be cool with uh uh brian johnson uh, first time if you're gonna do a first time at least it's like an offense ben I'm johnson. Like, that's ben johnson when I say What the my is brian, hell's brian. brian. i was thinking brian i was thinking brian dable i don't know why you're making up names of ben nah. johnson I am at this point. Uh, I've been talking too much. So yeah, uh, Ben Johnson, I'd be okay with. Like, it's not my first choice. I do love his offense. So I would be excited about that. Um, Coaches that go straight from college to NFL first time, I'm kind of iffy about. We haven't really seen that success work out. Think of people like Matt Rule, that didn't work out. Uh, uh, Cliff Kingsbury, that didn't work out. Like recently, that's not the move. Harbaugh, pedigree, absolutely. But the two biggest things is... That man's about to be 60, and I promise you he's not leaving Michigan. There's no reason – there's no reason that he would want to leave Michigan. I wouldn't want to leave Michigan. You've done nothing but win there. I know you haven't won the national championship, but they're going to build a statue of you. Why? There's no way – I don't think we could pay him enough for him to come here. So I think that's more of a pipe dream. Um, but, yeah, we'll see. So the, the sad thing is, Dave, the worst part about <laughs> oh, all Brian this, Johnson brian johnson the he's worst, the eagles thank coordinator you. thank you I'm, i knew I'm, <laughs> and i said you, you were making stuff of. up uh, uh the worst thing is is that we have to talk about this and it's week six seven about to be seven after this When's monday night week? game it's week seven <laughs> no, we just, just had kidding. a mini but what did it. that do that's true Jesus, no i'm talking but, yeah.
0: about for well i will record on the yeah we'll be here in the bye week we gotta provide some type of fun no but i'm thing. saying it's like happy about Maybe that's Bible. when we'll do our, like, uh, maybe we'll try to get, like, uh, yeah. We'll, maybe we'll do our, like, coaching. Depending on how get, the season go, we can do some, like, coaching and, like, scouting reports stuff. Yeah, see let's see if we can bring someone
1: that. in. Yeah, let's see if we can bring someone in who, like, knows. <laughs> we'll get like, Caleb Williams coaches. on. We'll see
0: if he wants to come to the Bears. <laughs> yeah, yes, know? please. Jeez, hey, bro, I wouldn't. God, he
1: might be going back to college after watching this fucking organization. But, yeah, you know, there is hope, though, like you said. So, and on a positive note, there is hope. Ryan Poles, I, you know, that's why I think he's going to be here is because that man has done more to like help, help us out in the future and give us flexibility. So when things don't work out, everything doesn't like, it's a dumpster fire, but the dumpster fire can be put out. You can shut the lid on the dumpster and open it again. And then, you know, restart, you know, may not be the best analogy, but you get what I'm saying. Before we had dumpster fires, we were fucked with cap money. No draft picks. No first rounds. So then it's like, bro, even if you want to rebuild, like you're already two years behind just because you have to recoup yeah. and get rid of bad contracts and draft picks. And we are the complete yeah. opposite this year. So,
0: exactly. so we're here. And coming this is in, what we got. And like Caleb Williams, you know, say he comes into Chicago and he's coming into a scenario that is probably the best case for any Bears quarterback in a while. Justin came Facts. in. They didn't have a first round pick cuz they had to give that up to get him. They were still in cap hell. Matt Nagy was almost out the door, so he will there's just a lot of turmoil and, you know, question marks and issues with the roster building and the cap. So now you get a rookie quarterback, Drake May, Caleb Williams they have a perfect, not a perfect scenario, but damn near much better. It's going to be pretty better. good, better than a lot of like better than CJ Stroud, better than Bryce Young, better than a lot of rookie quarterbacks typically get. And you might have DJ Moore, you might, <coughs> excuse me, you might no, have, you will have Harrison DJ. Jr. Yeah, yeah, you're going to have just a lot of guys darn all right. The line's going to probably be better. Komet so locked up. Backs. The defense yep. is going to get better just with the youthfulness. Um, you're you're set like if you can you could really turn around pretty quick and i always say that a lot and the bears could you know fuck it up somehow but for me it's like no, it is looking better just about a year and a half maybe two no, years but the, away what have
1: you done for me recently right the nfl is is quick like it doesn't mean it's automatic but we see it all the time where teams good organizations can turn around a team very quickly and normally that starts with a good quarterback, your franchise quarterback, right? You look at the trajectory of the trajectory of the Houston, of Houston right now, Texans, a lot much, it's a lot better because CJ Stroud is balling out. Even when they got Deshaun Watson, right? And they had pieces in there like Watt already. And then DeAndre Hopkins, right? That's what we're hoping to do. You know what I mean? Now, you know, they didn't win a Super Bowl or anything like that. But the point is, is like, you're allowing yourself the opportunity for your first year quarterback, whomever it may be, to, actually be successful and build good habits and not what we did to fields and mitch trubisky right even though they have their flaws but not put them in a situation that develops low confidence uh well again i can't say low confidence because i don't know these players but what it may seem low confidence bad habits things like that so just overall building a better culture for you to drop someone in so that they can be successful like what they've done with san francisco right obviously that's like the the perfect scenario and we're just trying to get a better scenario than what we've had for most of our first year quarterbacks yeah spot on ethan said the key is good organizations we don't do that here perfect one to end on because you're right we are definitely not
0: organization.
1: <laughs> not even close. Not perfect history says different since the 80s we have been oh shit so not no yeah. good no good
0: no, absolutely. Uh, I think we can wrap it up there, right, Vic? I think it's been a good, good episode. Yeah. Somehow talked for a decent amount about this team. We continue to do it. We, we love say it this every time, no matter what. Um, we love, we love the Bears. If you're watching this, you like, you like the Chicago Bears. We want them to be better. Um, hopefully, that's soon. Again, keep saying it. Enjoy the pod. You're enjoying the content live streams. Go ahead and you know stick around. Hit that like button. Sub to the channel. Hit the notification bell. If you're on Apple Spotify, shout out to you. You know, love it. Rate the pod. Keep listening that way. We just appreciate everyone that tunes in. Uh, and Hopefully this team will get better. Uh, we can't guarantee it, but we'll still be here. Uh, every week, <laughs> like we've been saying, we will be here no matter what. That's the one thing we can guarantee. We, we don't we know if we're going to get these draft picks right. We don't know if Justin <laughs> Fields is going to come back this year, this year or or what the hell is going to happen with this team. But we will be here. We appreciate you all. You can follow Vicky on Twitter, all socials. It's Vicky Baby. Follow me, Dave underscore BFR on all socials as well. Check out all my work, articles weekly, sportsmockery.com. BFR podcast is presented by Sports Mockery. Shout out to them. They're amazing. Love partnering with them. And then, of course, uh, follow the pod, BFR underscore pod, on Twitter, Instagram. Um, And again, we love you guys. Appreciate everyone that tunes in. Vicky, anything before we go, man?
1: Man, nah, I've already gave all my peace, man. Just hopefully, hopefully, hopefully these draft picks stay great. That's it. That's it. We need hope. We need hope as Bears fans. And that's my one hope right now is that those draft picks are right where we need them. So, absolutely. All right, guys.
0: Well, hey, we'll be back Wednesday. More than likely, Vicky's traveling. So, um, are you going to the game again?
1: No, no, I can't. Oh, okay. Back, back like that. My heart, my heart. I was going to say, it. I was no. like,
0: good God. No, 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 not yet. Not yet. Built different. Yeah, Anyways, yeah, yeah. He, he'll be traveling. So, we're going to get an episode out a little bit earlier. We'll be Wednesday. Uh, we'll be out Wednesday evening. We'll have a, um, a good guest on more than likely. Uh, we'll talk. Uh, we'll preview the. Uh, is it Bears Raiders? I should know this.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah. No, you shouldn't. Because It's 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 not even starters. It's a backup
0: versus backup. So, that's true. That's true. David Carr, or I'm sorry, Jimmy G's out. Yeah. So, anyways, that's gonna be a hell of a game. Is that prime time? I hope it is. No. Um, thank. Thank. Anyways. God. Oh yeah. All of America having to watch that shit. Um. Anyways, we appreciate <laughs> it. We'll be back. Um. And hopefully hopefully have i don't even know what i'm hoping for anymore but we'll see you then wednesday uh it'll be fun peace